What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. Man, it's been two weeks since I've been in the studio, but I'm back now. Still at the grind. Um, do me a favor. Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a like and leave some comments, too. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Like, continue to grow and have some dope people on and highlight some dope local people, out-of-town guests, across the world um, as we try to keep this thing going. Um, also, special highlight coming up next month, but we'll get started tonight with um, Women's History Month. So, um just be ready. Looking out next month, already packed every Sunday. Some dope women in history locally um, that are doing some big things. So I definitely want to highlight women in general, but also the women in Sacramento and give them some props, but also let everybody know about what they're doing and what's going on. Let me jump into this uh, quick little intro of my two guests today. Um, my guests today uh, are from one is from Atlanta, Georgia. The other is from right here in Antelope, uh, California. She's a graduate of Center High School. Um, they met 20 years ago at Alabama a University, um, the, the other slack school, <laughs> but, you know, it's all love. We in the same conference and, you know, what I'm saying it's nothing like it. Um, today they have three kids. They've been married over 15 years now. In 2007, they started their financial services on a part time basis. 2013, they went in full time, created their company, the now the now network tnn in 2018 they opened their own branch here in sacramento and today are are the largest african-american life insurance agency in northern california Um, they have expanded over into few uh, southern states their goal is to bring the culture the environment to where uh, it should be educated about family importance of having life insurance investing to become financially independent also they start um they help start a business on part-time basis to make extra income but also they have transformed the part-time into a full-time love. They love helping families and also putting their community in a better place financially. Um, George and Princess Mitchell, thank you guys for both being here hello, today. Hello, hello. Thank you. Yes, man. Thank you, thank you, Thanks thank you. Um, if you guys, for you guys that don't know them already, <laughs> they have busy schedule. So um, I'm pretty sure they just got in traveling from the day from somewhere else, <laughs> um, taking care of business or seeing family. Mm-hmm. Um, but also uh, doing work. They stay working. If you know them, if you don't know them, they stay working and stay going. So um, I appreciate both of you guys taking time out your day to come give some knowledge, talk a little bit, and hopefully can bless some people um, on some information that they may not be accustomed to or there's something new to them. So, I mean, as as you know, in the sports world, basketball, 94 feet, it's a little full court pickup, but we get right into it. So I got a little background check. So uh, I think I'm going to start with I'm going to start with the out of town, out of town gentleman first, man. Um, let's talk about just growing up in, in the A as everybody know, knows to be or Atlanta. But what about you? What part of Atlanta are you from and where you grew up? Man, I'm actually from, man, five minutes from um downtown atlanta i'm a grady baby so all you guys that you know from atlanta you know what that means i don't know if you saw that young lady man she just did a uh, video about uh people not being from atlanta oh, claiming atlanta. claiming the a huh yeah claiming the a <laughs> and so uh but man i was born and raised man you know we we kind of represent our communities by zones right and so uh, i'm from zone three that's the uh south side of um atlanta oh. uh right in the heart kind of uh, Joyland, Carver Homes, but I also went to high school on the west side, uh, Zone One. So I have affiliation with yeah. Zone Three and Zone One. Nice, uh, Bankhead. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, Born Homes, Adamsville. Went to Harp Archer High School. Uh, it's actually an elementary school now. So, uh, but man, shout out to the city. That's what's shout up. Out to the man, city. Nothing like Atlanta. All black everything. Oh, <laughs> All black everything. Yeah. It definitely is a great place to live or visit and just see the culture shift. Um, yes. Princess or P as they call you, like people say P. <laughs> got it. She got a. I'm a nickname person though, so I know I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a nickname person. But 
Man, antelope. Antelope. Stand up. Antelope. Okay. Yes, I'm a South up. Sack dude, but <laughs> I got we got we got people antelope, man. My friends went to some friends with the Wood Creek and uh out in that area, but um Center High School. What what about you? Yeah. So I mean I rep- I represent the, the real A town, okay? Oh, antelope all day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. And, and so um yeah, so went to high school in Center High School. Uh by the time my senior year came, you know, I was one of the most heaviest recruitists, I guess. I don't know if you, that's the word. Recruited. Yeah. Recruited. You good. Recruited. Recruited. Um, Recruited. In Sacramento. Yeah. And so I uh, chose the to go to the great campus of Alabama A&M University, Go Bulldogs. Okay. And where I where I spent four glorious years playing volleyball, swag champion. Yeah. I must say. Yeah. Uh, I, I did some research. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking of that, I mean, you know, definitely I started the podcast in the sports locations for us getting guests but also trend now i'm going after it but you brought up volleyball i mean i gotta ask you at a at a young age being a i mean a black girl in antelope right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was i mean we're, we're telling our age here a little bit but yeah. that was our you know we're 20 years over what was that like trying to be in sports in general mm-hmm. being that because you can the dynamics of antelope has changed yeah. drastically yeah, it has. but yes. then mm-hmm. How was that like for you growing up playing ball, playing sports back then? So, so this is the thing. I didn't grow up in a very athletic family. Um, you know, honestly, I seen a girl walk into my class my ninth grade year and she had a bag on. And I said, I want a bag. And I literally uh, followed her. Want to, some gear. I want some gear. Okay, I yeah. said, I, I'll get a bag. She's like gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I followed her um, into the gym after school and they were bouncing around this white ball. And I said, if that's what I need to do to get a bag, I guess. Let me try out. Mm. And I walked on uh, that court, had no idea really what a volleyball was. Um, And of course, you know, got cut. Um, And so that summer I went back and I told my mom, please buy me a volleyball. And she bought Mm. me a volleyball. And and I, um, you know, back then, you know, VHS. That's what you, you know. Had. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we had. And so um, I got a, a couple of VHS tapes and watched some really good players down in Southern California mm. and taught myself that summer. So y'all hear that, right? Yeah. She studied the game. I studied the game. Asked which might get her a mm-hmm. ball and start putting in the work. Yep. And first off, got cut. Yeah. But didn't didn't fold. Mm-mm. Didn't Mm-mm. leave it away. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. That's that's big in itself right yeah. there. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I always grew up, even though I grew up in a single parent household, my mom always taught me. Um, if you're going to do something, do it well. Go, go do it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do it, go figure out how to do it. Mm, and so right. um, I walked back in that b- back in that gym uh, my 10th grade year and everybody's jaw was to the ground. There was like, oh, my gosh, I was jumping out the roof. Different and just, Yeah, they were like, this is the same girl. And so mm. um, I said, it's the same girl, but just different skill level now. That's and what's so up. and went on, you know. JV, you know, even though it was just JV, but right. MVP, of the, MVP of the team that year, they went on to varsity and, you know, won championships there too. But yeah, mm-hmm. I was the, I, out of 12 girls, you know, I, honestly, I was this, only the second black girl there, yeah. you know, but um, I stood out so much that it's deny. hard to deny, deny you. you know, the, 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 the person that's running the team. So I had to make it, I made a name for myself. So in a day and an age right now where people are, however you want to quote it, are more woke or more open to say about this openly, just what type of adversity, though, did you see out there? Because I'm sure because, I mean, we used to drive out there. You, you better be careful where you're going back mm-hmm. then, who you went after a football game. If you didn't know anybody there, you got to come back to the South. You know what I mean? So but during your school setting, your environment, team setting, any type of adversity that really, you know, I was hit you. I- I was blessed to be on a, on a pretty good team with a really good coach. Nice. Um, that I that I didn't experience um, a lot of that. She, I mean, she she sheltered us. You know, I felt very at home good. there. Um, 
you know, again, my skill level was, you know, I, 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 I was shining bright in the team anyways, but mm-hmm. um, I didn't experience too much of that. And, and I don't know if it's, you know, you know, cause obviously me and George, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, Atlanta, yeah. um, the culture is out there that, that Atlanta is a culture where antelope, it's like, we're the mm-hmm. minority, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, was I just sheltered or was it my mindset that I was going to go after what I wanted anyways yeah, and nobody was going to stop me? Mm-hmm. Tunnel vision, you, you know? So it so, but it could have been going on around me. I just w- I wasn't paying attention to it enough. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's up. So and you, and you're getting highly recruited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, back then they were sending a lot of kids from Sacramento to all the HBCUs. Oh, right? mm-hmm. George, I saw you probably was just signing them on a paper. If you had a two point or something, Mister Allen oh, Rowe, wow. a couple of people mm-hmm. like. But for you at that point, being highly recruited or realizing that you could do something next level, mm-hmm. what was that like for you? Yeah, well, um, different universities were coming to, to our games. You know, I remember vividly UC Davis, the coach, you know, pulling me um, after the game and saying, oh, you know, I'll sign you right now. You know, Sac mm-hmm. State, wow. different different coaches were coming. Um, I just, nobody had the it factor to make me say, okay, yes. And mm. I also know I was very ambitious. I, you know, if I could have went to New York, I probably would have, you know, my mom was like, go live your dreams. And so mm-hmm. um, I actually got a phone call and was pulled out of class um, my senior year. And I got into the principal office and said, oh Lord, what did I do? And um, they said, oh no, there's a phone call for you. And and, um, and a lady on lady on the phone just said, Princess, Princess Dixon. I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, country. Yeah, very country. So, and she said, this is Coach Betty Austin from Alabama A&M University. Have you signed with anybody yet? I said, no, ma'am, not yet. She said, okay, I want to fly you out this weekend. Wow. And she mm. said, I already talked to your mom. She, already, she said, I already talked to your mom. And I said, oh, okay. She got the approval. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she blew me out. And I promise you, JT, I had no idea I was going to HBCU. I not one, not one. Yeah. I just got got off that flight. Yeah, some of the girls picked me up from the volleyball team. Picked me up, and I, in my mind, I just thought, "Oh, it's a it's a lot of black girls on the team." <laughs> and when I got on campus, <laughs> I said, it "It's a lot of black people." Oh my gosh, I was in heaven. Yeah, you know, and yeah. you know, it's just the vibe was there. And I left that recruiting trip, and I said, "This is it. This is where I'm mm. gonna go." And when I and when I come back, we're we're coming. I'm coming to win. And we're gonna win some the, championships. Yeah, so. speaking of yeah, and like mm-hmm. I said, doing that, um, leaving Cali though, I had I had my time. I had to go in my again. I have roots back there too. My grandma's from down there. My mom is from mm-hmm. down there. So I got to visit Mississippi often. Um, but still leaving Cali. A lot of kids leave Cali to go and they come back. But what was it like? Just the initial factor you had to leave home. Yeah, I was ready. I, yeah. I was ready. I wasn't even though I'm a I'm a California girl to the core but i i wanted to experience new stuff mm-hmm. and be around different people um and just explore the waters i always wanted to be like that and i think it was just the the icing on the cake that i happened to go to an hbcu yeah. and i fell in love with it and then um you know my first year there playing you know met my husband didn't know he yeah. was my husband at the time and just no, I knew. here comes my journey <laughs> <laughs> i knew <laughs> Stamp that. Um, I'm I'm sitting here thinking that she's telling the story. I'm like, man, thank God she didn't quit after getting cut. Because you would would never met her. Never met her, man. So, and speaking of just as far as um, that that initial, I mean, rings, right? I I looked, was it four in a row? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Four in a row. Back to back to back. I remember. Alcorn at the time had a couple. I think Tasha yeah. was a was a playing for Alcorn. A couple of the other coach I um interviewed, my classmate, um, they was deep too, but them games was oh yeah, they, crazy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You mm-hmm. talk about like really following um the environment. And you guys can both speak about this. Mm-hmm. Just being in that environment, mm-hmm. we'll go to education part in a minute, but just the environment about the 
camaraderie and the support of the student body on sports games mm. what was it like for you to see georgia even though you know you're from atlanta you're in there mm. but now on a college campus being right out of high school like okay wait because i mind why are we dressing up why are they wearing slacks to the game <laughs> now i'm from cali so we like we we, we we gonna be clean to a game but not like casual quite mm-hmm. like yeah but i'm like they fly mm-hmm. you gotta step it up mm-hmm. you gotta step it up what was yeah. your initial feeling getting onto that campus and seeing all that man you know it was um because you know first of all i was I had I went to AM on a band scholarship. So And that's tough. Yeah. People and, don't and, think that that band serious. Man. That band serious. Yeah, man. And uh very well respected, you know. Uh when you when you follow HBCU bands. Mm-hmm. But growing up in Atlanta, you know, we mimic kind of everything that the HBCUs did. Right. You know, so you know, my school was 10 minutes away from Mars Brown, Clark Atlanta University. And uh, you got first hand look, yeah. Oh, first hand look, man. Look. I remember standing in the projects in university homes that's right in the middle of the AU center that used to be okay. They had the blue doors with the bricks, and you could hear the bands from your porch, you know, they mm. practicing. And you know, so you know, I've been playing trumpet since third grade, so my, yeah. my biggest thing is you know, was to, you know, go to college and, you know, participate in that. But I also played sports, too. I played sports in high school, played basketball, baseball, and ran cross country. But I knew my ticket was going to be, you know, with that band scholarship. And, you know, it was was huge, man. When I first got – when I first pulled up on the campus to A&M to go audition and saw that stadium, you know, because I come from a little school, man. And I was like, wow, so this is what we're going to be doing on Saturdays, you know. And um, it was just that whole vibe, man, just being in that atmosphere. Um, but you talk about Princess, man, you know, going to her games. You know, it was just – it was different. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about no volleyball. <laughs> you know, I'm like, volleyball? He's like, that's not why I'm here. I'm like, yeah, I'm I know like, why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and but I would see them when we would have practice. After practice, we go into the calf, mm. and they used to be there. And the first thing that we noticed was the, the volleyball. Of course, was cute. Come you know on, know man. It was cute. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah. So I happened to go to a volleyball game one night. We didn't have practice, and that was the first time I saw Princess. And I said, "Number twelve gonna be my wife." Hey, you know, man, claimed it and then, so huh? Claimed it. That's what's up. And um, and so we've been rocking ever since. Yeah. But just to see, you know, that environment, I think, especially young people, man, to be able to kind of see your culture, mm-hmm. um come together and people coming from all walks of life. Yeah. Um, that's a beautiful experience, man. Yeah. And it's just getting better. It's getting better now, you know, because we're getting more exposure yeah. with the HBCU, yeah. especially what's going on with Jackson State wow. and, you know, with Coach Prime. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, I, man, that was a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I always got to talk, like I said, those struggles, the heartaches, right? Mm-hmm. And even so, you have some even from Atlanta and P coming from here, but I mean, I, I had a point where I was like, well, I'm, I might have to go home. I know, but I, you know, it crossed my mind, but I didn't do it. But it, cause it can get rough out there, right? Oh, cause yeah. realize we're not, you know, I signed up for Don with a PW or whatever. Um, but we're just, we're out there trying to make it. I said, if you can mm-hmm. swi- survive in a swag school, mm-hmm. you can make it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I know P being from Cali, we're here, we, we move a little different. Mm-hmm. We, we we talk a little faster, mm-hmm. we move different, but we can multitask. And they be looking at us like, mm-hmm. but what are some of the things that any of you guys can, that really may have pushed you or ch- helped your character that you may have gone through that you can speak about while, you, while you're on campus on your own down there? Man, just that responsibility. You know, I remember when my mom dropped me off, she didn't even say bye. It was almost like I got lost somewhere, and my mom was like, "Oh yeah, we already left." She like that void, like that. The way they say like that, man, that little trial. Okay, this is yeah. your, I'm dropping, but I'm gonna go. Yeah. Let you be you, right? Like, yeah. And and then that's when I knew. I said, "Okay, 
you know, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, um, you know, evolve. I have to be, you know, on my own now and mm -hmm. be responsible, you know. But also, the one thing I love about when you go away from somewhere, there's still some familiarity because mm -hmm. I had a lot of guys from Atlanta. Of course. Um, that you know that was there and that kind of linked up. Nothing like that support system. Oh yeah, if you, that is solid oh, yeah. with you in there. Oh yeah, solid, man, it comes through in the clutch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I convinced some of the guys that went to high school with me to come, with to come down there. Yeah. So I had a couple guys that was there. Yeah, uh, from the time that you know I was there until we all graduated together, and uh, still had that strong bond today. But uh, but also you know meeting different people from yes. other states and you know when I first met Princess man, it was crazy because you know. You know, we talk hella, hella yeah. country. Yeah, but I was hey, like, wait. talk so proper. How, how long you been in California? How long you been in Cali? I've been out here since '06. Because you, you said, okay, I can tell you said hella. Hella, yeah, yeah, hella, sir. Yeah. Hey, I was down there. It was like, it was like, and your nickname Cali because I'm from Cali. Yeah, hella. Y'all said hella. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we do. But that's yeah. that's just <laughs> like you tell. He's been converted. Right. He, he is. Hey, you was a West Coast guy now. Right. Man. You, you was you was from the we was West Coast now. P, what about you? Anything that you can like? Because I mean, being a student athlete, even a band, like I said, it's some adversity. Mm -hmm. Late nights or something. Anything yeah. You I mean, I the so it was a culture shock for me, but in a good way. Right. Um, but you know, when you're, when you're thrust into playing high school sports is different, different. way different than the collegiate level and JC, the man, just, mm -hmm. you know, just, I'm gonna be honest, the two a days, just preparing you for the season, mm -hmm. you know, up at 5am, you know, and then going to bed, like. 10 11 o'clock and you've worked out three or four times that day yes you know Ooh, i remember class. yeah vivid, <laughs> yeah vividly i remember you know three or four girls my first year had dropped off and yep. they were they were on full ride scholarships they just couldn't make it through and so mm -hmm. um just trying to make that adjustment but all yeah. but going in there with the mindset of i, I won't quit this is this is mm -hmm. if this is what i'm called to do i'm going to make, mm -hmm. make sure i see it through and so i was very different than george george came out there he knew he knew some people on campus i came out there even though i was going to come onto a team i knew nobody right and so the first year was was uh, we built great relationships um, with the girls, but uh, it was a little rocky because obviously the down south culture is different than mm -hmm. California culture. Mm -hmm. Out there, I would say um, in in the south, they're used to joning a lot. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm be honest, like, I was not like, used like joking. Well, so yeah, I mean, we do that, mom. It, it depends, female, because my boy says they we still do it. And from out here, yeah, yeah, so I was, yeah, yeah. So I, I was, they was, they were like, you got jokes, bro. This is what we've been doing. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for, for for women, I can see a little different. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. don't talk about right. you. Like, girl, you hate look at you like, <laughs> yeah, like I don't even know you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. People like, people like, can I leave? Yeah, yeah. Can I, like, right. You know, but then I had to just get used to that. Was actually a way of loving, welcoming, right? Yeah. And so, um, but you know, just the when you come from high school to college, now you're on your own, even though I was on full ride scholarship, but it's still, you need to maintain your schedule. Yeah. You, you know, you're traveling, you know, I could be gone for a week mm -hmm. at a time. We're on a bus ride going to Virginia, stay there for three or four days. Ooh. Then we're coming back, you know, try to maintain <laughs> yeah. our class schedule. A bus ride. You know? Oh my gosh. We, we took one from all corners of Chicago. I was Ooh. like 12, I, eight, mm -hmm. I was like, jeez. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is, but like I said, but it's, what are you willing to give up to? Mm -hmm. I'm on this bus. I'm, yeah. I'm cool. I'm chilling. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely sacrifices, yeah. right? Because when you return to class, the teachers are still expecting, okay, your work is due when everybody else's work is due. Just because mm -hmm. you're gone, you know, trying to maintain that and just figuring yeah. out what's going to be my balance. And I think mm -hmm. that but get that West Coast communication because I'm talking to all my teachers. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna be going here. What I need to do, or and I say, it's who you know in these swag mm -hmm. schools. Too. I'm right. going about to, hey, what do I need to do, or can I get this early? Mm -hmm. Or I'm like, because if not, at least you're not 
you put yourself out there and they can communicate because all you gotta do is communicate. They're like, all right, mm-hmm. cool, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all and it helps y'all winning games. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> keep it a hundred. It helps y'all winning games. Oh yeah, yeah. I, for sure, turn it in. Yeah, but um, I can definitely feel that coming from here and just that, getting dropped off a little bit. Even in my yeah. family from that way, it was like, but I'm like, okay, I gotta meet mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, my homie, that's one of my best friends to this day Aww. still too. Took care of me a couple years older than me. Was rocking ever since. Mm-hmm. My cousin was down there like thirty minutes away, so I kind of found a foundation too. Yeah. So it's cool. But I remember coming to uh, Huntsville. Tish was out there my first year. I sat out, so I got to go spring break. Took that road up the highway about uh-huh. five hours, whatever, four hours. And I was like, okay, because my partner was there too. I was like, this is cool too. Uh-huh. Like, this is another uh-huh. swag school that's uh-huh. popping. Uh-huh. I was and I drove up through up the hill down the hill. Spring break, I was like, oh yeah, they got uh-huh. went to a little toga party, all kind of stuff. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is yeah. different. And uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Still swag. So I was like, man, yeah. I told my boys, y'all gotta come visit at least once or twice. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they come, dang, we wish we could have went to that. I said, yeah, I bet y'all did. Yeah. I said, I bet y'all missed it, man. I yeah. bet y'all missed it. Um, real quick, I want to give uh, this Sunday, uh, our place is opening up March 6th, Old Sacramento down on um, downtown Osac. Uh, make sure you guys be there. Um, new venue, inside, outside, event for weddings, birthday parties, whatever you can think of. It's real nice, man. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, everything like that, man. March 6th, uh, outside grand opening and inside of our place in OSAC, man. Trying to branch out, right do now. some business stuff, mm-hmm. as you say, and get into it. So as we talk about this business, right? Yes. This business part of it, um, y'all been booming. As far, but but you guys been working. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. P, I think we, we sat down and talked years ago, but yeah. then through Tish, but also just now everybody's got mutual friends mm-hmm. some kind of way, but um, how did you guys get started your first business venture again? Let's let's start with that because I mean I think it takes that first one. I have my cousin on like, sometimes the first one may not make it all the time. That first mm-hmm. one's a, like a trial. Mm-hmm. What was your first business venture together? This is the thing, JT, is, is it's a blessing because this was our first this first and only one. And I don't want to say our last, but this is the first and the, the one that we that God's blessed us to make it in. Nice. Uh, yeah, and and it didn't start out easy. You know, it, it just started yeah. out, you know, man, if we could make it a couple extra, uh-huh. you know, thousand dollars a month, I was laid off of work um, and the opportunity presented itself to where I, it, it, it allowed me to be able to do this on the side okay, without having to go get a job and still take care of, at that time, our son was maybe like, um, eight or nine months. Eight or nine months about 10 months. Yeah. And so, um, so started out part-time and again, if we can make an extra two, two, three thousand a month mm-hmm. without me having to go back to work while we're helping people, that's that's a win win. Nice. And so we start out, you know, you know, George will tell you he wasn't on board at first. He was like insurance. So, OK. And so <laughs> males or man to man right now, is that something? Is that a, is that a is that our ego thing or something? Yeah. Or Because or, or I'm I guess I'm not an, I don't think I think of both sides, but I'm, I'm skeptical always of jumping into something mm-hmm. just cautious, I guess. But I don't want to, you know, it's not like I might not try it, but is that something that we as men kind of just we want to see the more tangible before we yeah, jump think, in or what? I think that's what it is. And two, you know, growing up, I grew up. I never seen anybody branch out. Oh, yeah. You know, Facts. my mom worked two and three jobs, Stay one. Yeah. you know, and she didn't run a business. So when she was one thing about Princess, man, she was very optimistic about stuff. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this girl here, man, when she went to go check the business out, she missed the first part of it. So she didn't even know what it really was. But she knew it was dealing with finance and whatnot. And then, but I told her not to sign up for nothing. I said, get the information, come back home mm-hmm. and tell me about it. But once she came back and told me what it was, I was like, man, I ain't doing that, you know, because mm-hmm. I just didn't see myself doing it. Um, but it was it was fear and not knowing if I could do something like that. 
and not coming from that yeah. don't allow us to kind of push forward to see what it is. On the other side of that. Yeah, I was yeah. just blessed. You know, I'm blessed to have such an awesome She walked through first. Okay, cool. It's like, mm. I see her there. Okay, mm-hmm. I go. You know, and I think we're in a time right now where different people can lead. It's okay. Yeah, it's how, okay. How, how it it's okay. Like, man, it's, it's okay. Come on, man. <laughs> it's okay. Like, okay, you're going to lead on this? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get behind you and push and mm-hmm. hold things out the way or be there mm-hmm. when you fall. And, you know, I'm and because, I mean, before it was like, nah, we all got to lead. And I get that, right? We grew up in that. Man, mm-hmm. down yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, man, it's different. And that's, and that's the reality yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or side, whatever, side, however it works for you, too, mm-hmm. more power to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's side by side or one task is there, Hey, as long as you go get it, I'm like, hey, as long as we get there, okay. Yeah. But I'm mm-hmm. think that's definitely something we we should move as a people, or just people in general. Okay, be open to that because everybody needs somebody, or somebody's better. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you fit each other, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, and and actually, let me be more spe- detail specific. What is the business that you're in, mm-hmm. and you know, where are you doing that low, uh, consistently at right now? Mm-hmm. Well, right now we work in the financial services business, mm-hmm. uh, where we help people. Uh, get the right type of life insurance. Um, we're also uh, specialized in helping people save money. And the great thing about it is that we work in a market where anybody can be blessed to do it, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, you know, most people that, you know, you look at the big companies on Wall Street, we like to sometimes say Wall Street has kind of forgotten about Main Street. And I know our culture, we definitely have been forgotten. Like nobody is talking to us about life insurance, investing, right? You know all those different things. So let so, me see. Think about what you were saying. Wall Street forgot about Main Street. Main Street is doing the to get to the Wall Street. Mm-hmm. The daily, the daily, the, the grinding they're doing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And 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 even, <clears throat> you know, I'll take it as deep as say I don't even know if we've been forgotten about. Did, were we even allowed a, a seat at the, the table? Mm. You know what, P? I, you, know? you said that I watched one of your one of your videos the other day. You yeah. were talking about that to a young lady. I think you was on KDEE one day, yeah. and you were like twenty five thousand back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't okay. Yeah, but now what you going what are you gonna do with that? Mm-hmm. But also being educated, we're even to be informed yeah. about the opportunities we have about the financial part of it to help mm-hmm. somebody else in your family or your family in need if something happens to you like that. So I think that right there was one. We're already behind the eight ball. We're oh, five yeah. seconds behind, right? Oh, so yeah. definitely do. Um, George, your energy, bro. Yeah, like I said, man, I'm a, I'm a student. Too. Like, I'm a student. So I'm like, as soon as we link this dash, I got I got to read up and I got to do some videos. Mm-hmm. I've seen your presentations a couple of, just mm-hmm. watched them on Facebook a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, now, I don't know if you've coached before, mm-hmm. but this is a form of coaching, right? Yeah. I'm like, Okay, this dude can motivate people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. in there going, when, when were you sitting down? When you stand up, had a green screen? I was like, he is going, but I mm-hmm. can hear you in the background. Amen, quarter two. But <laughs> it's dope to man. see. Yeah, it's dope, mm-hmm. but also, man, but how how much work is it, though? Or how hard do you have to work to get to the point where you can be in front of cameras, in front of people, mm-hmm. and really get buy-in and trust? Because mm-hmm. it's hard. I mean, I coach sports, too, and it has different levels to it. It's not easy. It's not an easy mm-hmm. task for anybody to coach mm-hmm. anything. Mm-mm. But how 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 much work do you put in to get better at your craft? Man, you know what? It's I think the biggest thing about leadership period and getting better at it mm-hmm. is putting yourself in the presence of people mm-hmm. all the time. You gotta be in front of somebody. You gotta be in front of somebody all the time. Right. And, and because we have so many different personalities and people that we work with, mm-hmm. um, it allows me to figure out, you know, how to coach this person. You know, this person may be motivated by this, but this person may not be motivated by by that. And so I have to figure out, and that's just building a relationship with people right. and, and understanding how people operate. So that way I can coach them in the right way and, right. and help them, you know, succeed. And I think with us, man, see this the business that we're in, 
it, it not only helps us, it not only allows us to help people financially, but it also allows us to help people as being great people. Mm-hmm. You know, Which it's the not world just, needs more. Of, oh my God, just be- better people in general. Mm-hmm. And we need more leaders. We need yeah. we need good leaders, good black leaders in our community. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You know, and and sure. and that's that's basically my focus, man. My wife always says. Um, you know, she builds the business, mm-hmm. and but I help move the business. I oh, know, hey, like I said, whatever works, tag team effort because mm-hmm. you can win together. Mm-hmm. Yes. we all win, mm-hmm. right? Um, both of you guys can answer this one. What What is your driving? What is your why for it? What are you doing? What is your why? You know, I think if you're gonna do anything big, it's you're probably gonna have multiple wives. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I mean, when we started out, it was uh, it changes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it changes, changes and it evolves, and mm-hmm. and it's okay. Um, when we first started out, you know, we had we had our our little baby, you know, again nine month old, and so it was like, and the first why was okay if I can just stay home and take care of him. Mm-hmm. You know, and not have freedom. to put him in daycare. Mm-hmm. That's that was the first why. Then you know we we got a little bit deeper in it. Then he he goes to school. So now I'm like, okay, I don't need anybody to take care of him. He's gonna be at school. Well, man, I I kind of like the freedom and the flexibility. That wonder if something happens at school, I need to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was another one. And that's a plus right there. Yeah. Being able to show up in yes. the school. I mean, I'm in yeah. school districts. I love to see parents oh, come man. and show up, and you know, just come be present. Yeah. And you know, that's, that make a difference. Yeah. yeah. And then as we're in the business and 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 helping other people and. The business is growing. My mom is still working. Mm-hmm. George's mom is still working. And so that adds another why. Like, man, we got to get our mom. Get if, if if a single mom could take care of two, three, four, five kids, mm-hmm. why can't the kids turn around and take care of the mom? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that became our third why. Okay. Then as we got, as the business grew and more people were coming, then we started to understand their lives are somewhat within our hands too. Mm. So mm-hmm. now the people become the why. Then as we get as we get bigger and we and a lot of milestones start happening, then it becomes like, oh my gosh, you guys are the first black couple in Sacramento to do X, Y, and Z. So now y'all just define odds. Now, yeah, now, yeah. Y'all, just, so y'all, now, now y'all just making history. There we go. So mm-hmm. now now that's the next one. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. So we have to do it bigger and better for the people so they can see themselves in us. Now, now all the people are here. Now we got another why. Our why is to help you with your whys and to help you guys get to what, where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, JT, I can continue going yeah. on mm-hmm. this thing. So, and yeah, on the radio the other day, I talked about. You know, when we talk about life insurance and, you know, sometimes people don't want to talk about that, but we. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, a, I guess I don't know if it's a tab or not. I mean, yeah. and I'll be honest with you, I still yeah. have a, I have a, uh, but not talking about life insurance, mm-hmm. but about that part in general, but it's coming, right? Mm-hmm. But I think also whoever, who, who you believe in, different people, it's going to, that's the one thing mm-hmm. that we know you just can't control because you're born to end eventually, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the reality too. So it's mm-hmm. like, like you said, I, how do you, how would you like to, what would you like to leave for your family though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the least, mm-hmm. if I could at least leave something with them, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and that's just the reality. Okay, you gotta be more comfortable with that, mm-hmm. knowing okay, at least I'm prepared for this mm-hmm. if something happened. Mm-hmm. I'm like, a lot of us won't face. I mean, it took me years to even be like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. like really go get a plan. And I'm like, but I'm like, okay, but I have to. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, but before it's like, mm, nah, you can't live forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing. And so, um, and speaking about that, so how do you? Because like you said, dude, I know you guys have been. Turned away, talked about. Oh yeah. Um, everybody has their different dis dislikes or whatever. But also, outside of the why, how do you maintain the push through that though? Mm-hmm. Because you guys don't get where you're at right now by not just y'all haven't quit, right? But also, mm-hmm. as many people as you help, many people are gonna try to turn you mm-hmm. the other way, mm-hmm. right? How how do you guys keep moving like that? I think just understanding your purpose, and you know, every day you wake up, 
you know, you're on assignment, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. I, I totally believe that when you have a purpose that's so bigger than you, then none can stop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Man. it's like this is this is God's assignment, Man. and and the crazy thing about it is that anything that's going to be worth having or doing, mm -hmm. that's going to make an impact, there's going to be adversity. Mm -hmm. There's always yes. going to be something in front of you For sure. that's going to try to mm -hmm. stop you and push back to to keep you from you know fulfilling that mm -hmm. destiny. And um, me and P, you know, two are better than one. You know, because if she was down. I was able to pick her up. Facts. If I was down, she was able to pick me up. Facts. And I think too, just for you couples out there, man, I think one of the things that corporate America has done is they've told us that we can't as couples work together. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, you go to Bible, you can look at it in scripture, you know, that, that saying two is better than one is in the Bible. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think in business, we are better together to move our families forward and to help other families move forward because because we we are in tune with each other. Mm -hmm. We understand if we're on the same assignment, right? There's things that she's good at that, that I may not be good at, yeah. but there's things like I like technical stuff. It's, like, a, team, it's a team game. You know, mm -hmm. it's a team game. And, and, and we have to we have to understand that in order for us to really leave a true legacy for our families, mm -hmm. right? Our kids gotta see something that that we touched in the household, mm -hmm. right? Not something that we went to go build for somebody else. And, mm. you know, we're not leaving nothing to our families. Okay. Cause yeah, we can leave life insurance, that, but that ain't the only thing that me and Prince want to leave. We want to leave a business, mm. right? We want to, we want to leave something that's going to allow money to keep flowing generation after generation. And I think that's, that's what we got to focus on as a culture is building something for our last name that's going to last forever. Gotcha. You know? So now I got to ask a tough one though, mm -hmm. based upon, because you, you have children. Mm -hmm. They're in a different time and era and age right now too. Mm -hmm. Putting in work, building a business. But however, do we know if this, the, our, the kids are in tune with the business? Because mm. I see people doing, I mean, one of my partners, he's doing it. I'm sure he won't leave it for his son. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I'm like, but, can we make them do it? Mm -mm. And that's the thing. So it's like, it's because realistically, we're like, wish somebody helped it. Like, but that's mm -hmm. in because I think we're in that generation where mm -hmm. oh, yeah. somebody before us, when they were telling us certain things to do, yeah. and we saw the, oh yeah, I'm hopping mm -hmm. on. But right now it's so different mm -hmm. with these phones, with this internet, the quick fix, the quick shine. Mm -hmm. They might miss opportunity to, be, to keep that legs or that, that income going for their kids mm -hmm. by trying to chase something different. But how... How do you think you handle that, or how, what kind of what does that talk sound like to one of your your, your children? Our, you know, our our kids. So we have a sixteen year old. Well, he's going to be sixteen in two months. Oh um, and then we have an eight year old, and then we have a four year old. That we can we can look at them right now based on their um, their talents, their um, their desire. You know, and just our talks, and we can we can almost pinpoint and say, okay, mm -hmm. what they do Savannah. Now? Our, our middle daughter, she's going to probably run the business. She wants to do, <laughs> she did a project last weekend and, and the project, that, what do you want to do? I want to be a businesswoman like my mom. Even, oh. <laughs> you know, we, we took her to, um, to a little event where the lady said, here, put this heart in the bear and make a wish. And she sat there and she said, okay, I want to be able to help lots of people like my parents and run a business. So that's okay. the visual. Like you said, there's mm -hmm. seeing you live that, together mm -hmm. people's mm -hmm. income impact mm -hmm. and she's like oh 
and it's a good and i see y'all have fun doing it mm -hmm. but you grind y'all you get serious but you have fun enjoying it. and like i said i see different people shouting y'all out but in, the encouragement yeah. mm -hmm. i mean is which kids should see as well too because it's legit money mm -hmm. but then also you're owning their, that freedom but also they see it in the household but also you can have fun with it yeah. when it's time to hang out and party we're gonna party oh, yes, of course right. when it's time to grind mm -hmm. you see it too because like you said like i got told on the show they was here they be there they might catch y'all y'all better catch them yeah <laughs> but it's work too you know what i mean yeah. so i think mm -hmm. that's that's super dope because i just feel like okay because these this generation the microwave you know it, mm -hmm. it does everything is quick for mm -hmm. them yeah. but also we are in a phase right now we're trying to teach them stability or sustainability right so mm -hmm. it can be after years and keep going so but we also have to be with the fact like they may not pick it up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we have talks with them too i think uh you know one thing about our kids is that you know because they see us around people mm -hmm. you know because we have people come to the house right. and uh they see us mentoring folks and coaching people and um and like you said too they see the lifestyle too mm -hmm. they see you know the freedom that me and princess have um you know my kids are funny man because they know if something go down at the school all they gotta do is call me. They're gonna be there. <laughs> and I'm like five minutes like yeah. that. Right. So quick. Right. My office is right around the corner, you know. Right. And mm -hmm. um, and but we we created our lifestyle to, to a point to where it can fit around right. our life, you right. know, and and where the kids go to school and where our business at. And uh, sometimes now everything is so digital, mm -hmm. you know, we say, okay, kids, we're gonna be home today. You know, we're gonna if we have an appointment, we'll we'll do it here from Zoom and we'll work from home. Okay. And so we can still in between appointments, still kind of go out, have fun with them, mm -hmm. um, and and do those things that we like to do. But yeah, I think our kids, man, it won't be a force for them because they they see the lifestyle. They like, man, I want to be that, like that. That end goal is right in front of their eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, right e and even if they did not want to take over the business, I think we um uh, which which we totally would not be upset about. Um, cause they'll know that it's always there, Yeah. but, um, mm -hmm. but we've taught them a valuable lesson that I, I can see they them. Cre they'll create yeah, their own problem. Yeah, and own. that's the I thing. I may not do that's this mom and dad, yeah, but, but mm -hmm. we can move in this way and still right. be successful. Right. right. As long as they don't work for nobody, I'm good. Y'all, y'all yeah. laying out the blueprint though. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Um, this life insurance, as far as just, um, some questions and answers, right. Just looking around. Mm -hmm. So some people different, um, afraid for the reason they are right to do it but once they do right people that are what are some of like i guess just getting started now what are some things that people need to know mm -hmm. getting as far as picking a policy mm -hmm. things that we can share just openly right now we can just give some inside information mm -hmm. about what that looks like to somebody who's interested or maybe having questions and may not be sure about them mm -hmm. um so know that there there's the, the first step is making sure getting the right mindset about it mm -hmm. and the right mindset is i need it okay <laughs> let's just put right. it out there i need right. it and at my job is not enough, you know, um, so I got to tell everybody, you know, your job a lot of times barely takes care of you now. Mm -hmm. Why would you leave it in your job's hands to take care of your kids when you leave? And so once you get in the right mindset and then also all oh, my parents have it on me. It's like we're 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 a whole grown adult at this point in time. We get need our own. Our own. We oh, have, yeah. We need sure. our own. Sure. So once we fix our mindset, then now it's OK. So let's shop for it. And so people have to know there's two different kinds out there overall in general mm -hmm. in general terms. In the industry, you have the whole life policies that build up a cash value. They want you to pay a more expensive amount your whole life. Mm -hmm. Then you have a term policy that's cheaper. It locks in a, an, at a cheaper rate for a certain term, 20 year term 30 year term 35 year term mm -hmm. and so um though a term policy does not save money for you um but if you do the right thing outside the term policy that can actually work in your favor what's an example of that mm -hmm. that if somebody's paying 
$60 a month for a term life insurance policy for $100,000 of coverage. Then they take another $50 and they say, while my 30-year term is locked in, I'm going to take this other $50 and invest it in a real investment, not a bank account. Okay, something that's a, that's going to give you a possible true rate of return. And you do that for the next three years while your while your term is in place mm-hmm. that by the end of that term, that 30 years is up, you look at what has my $50 a month in a real investment done, mm-hmm. a real investment. You you should now have as much in most cases as that coverage of your term. Right. So mm-hmm. it's almost like with the term allows you to rent wealth until you can build wealth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Because that same price, the <clears throat> same $60 for the life insurance, $50 for the investment, you could pay, you would pay that in a whole life policy, but there's so many different um, things that's going on in a whole life policy that, that most people just don't understand. You know, like the first couple of years, most of the time it's not saving money for you. You can't, right. you don't have access to it. You know, if you need, if you need to tap into the cash value part, you got to borrow it out. You need to pay it back. Then, in, and then a lot of cases with the whole life policy, if you pass away in most cases, the cash value goes back to the company. You don't get mm. you don't get the savings in there. That's that's in most cases. Eighty five percent of the whole life policies out there work like that. And so if you work that the buy term insurance cheaper, invest really invest, not just save, but invest the money on the outside. Mm. In most cases, you're gonna end up in a better situation. So I'm the visual and the audio. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys provide visuals too, yes. because oh, yeah. I'm thinking just in everybody because, huh? Yeah, Which, but it's but also because we have never been mm-hmm. never we don't speak this language mm-hmm. often and, and open as mm-hmm. as as consistency as it should be mm-hmm. to help us be a little more comfortable, right? Yes. right? Um, I, I mean I don't even forget, but where can everybody find your? Because this is time, and I want to make sure we let where can they find your put your information out there. Mm-hmm. Let everybody know where they can get information. So, so we're we're so hands on. You know, mm-hmm. just like I got on the radio the other day, several times Lady Charmaine has had me on there and I say, call me. You don't even need to email me. Just call me. Let's mm-hmm. talk. Okay. And you can call me at 916-367-2463. I'll say it again. It's 916-367-2463. That's my direct business cell phone number. Yeah. Let's have a conversation on what you know, what you don't know. Maybe let's set up, a, we may need to end up setting up appointments mm-hmm. so we can talk, so you can see visuals. And I think too, JT, I think the, the, the biggest thing that uh, most people have to understand as well is that, you know, because I think the most most part, for the most part, most people think that they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't have the money, but you're eating and drinking your money. Yeah. <laughs> daily fast food, <laughs> daily Starbucks yeah. runs. Right? Come on now. You, you right. know, I was telling somebody today, I was on a uh, Zoom appointment today and I said, um, you know, just think about it. If you, if you write down a budget, Mm-hmm. And see how much you're doing Starbucks, how much you're doing fast food, right? It could probably go up to like four hundred dollars a month, right? And there go your insurance, there go your emergency fund, right? There go your retirement money. But a lot of people, man, yeah, we you know, we're just going day to day, and we're not, true, you know, putting those things in in place. It's so. a lifestyle change, mm-hmm. but to to help you provide for yourself and better your situation, which, yes. like you said, we it wasn't taught early. Mm-hmm. So really, I think right now you guys and people at the forefront of putting information out right. there mm-hmm. for us to, okay, you can do this. It takes work. Right. But then also, and now this is something I think the next generation and the young ones for sure, they'll pick it up early and go, okay, I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to oh, yeah. get to this bread early on the right mm-hmm. way, but also set my business up earlier where I'm 20, 25, 30 doing business mm-hmm. stuff that it took right. people to do 40, 50 until they got older. But, and that's one thing I, 
I like I said, I do see watching the videos, at least the education part is there. Mm -hmm. You're teaching, you're educating. Even if you don't even come with us, we're still trying to give you information mm -hmm. to where you can think about it, learn right. more about it, better right. situation, stuff like that. Uh, George, we had a couple of things I know you want to probably speak about, man. I mm -hmm. mean, you can get them out there and we can take a little yeah. time, you know? Yeah, man. I, I mean, you know, I think I think today, man, um, you know, one of the things in our community is we got to believe more in ourselves, man. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have to believe more yeah. in ourselves. There's been something that's, I think that's been planted in us to think that, you know, we're not capable of doing certain things. Yes. But I also think that's an environment. It's the environment that we're in. You know, we, we have to put mm -hmm. ourselves around people uh, that's going to pour positive energy into us. Um, I thank God for, you know, being in business because, you know, there was an environment that we can go to, mm -hmm. right? That kind of poured into us like and let us know, right? yeah, like-minded right. people. You know, I always tell people all the time, man, you know, if 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 you want to get better, if you want to do better, first of all, you got to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Mm -hmm. And what's uncomfortable? Uncomfortable is being around certain people that you're not accustomed to being around, mm -hmm. but they have something to that give you. Yeah. Value. 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 Right? Value. I, I tell my business people all the time, Value. I say, look, man. You know, if, if you look at if you look at a, the circle of your friends and you see, you know, each one and you look at how much you make and whatever else somebody else is making. Mm -hmm. I said most of the time in those circles, we're making them around the same money. Mm -hmm. And I said, because we're not challenging each other. Now, let's put you in another circle of mm -hmm. people. Right. And you're going to feel uncomfortable. You're like, man, I, I don't know this language. You're going to go here. one or two ways. You're going to try to level up or you're going to go back. Come to the on, Jay. Mm -hmm. And shout out to one of my homies, man, Rodney Farrell, man. He's a group, mm -hmm. He has investment, right? Rodney, he has a, a tried the pyramid. At the top is the humans, like mm -hmm. your business, right? Mm -hmm. Then the, the humans help provide the service. Mm -hmm. Good humans, good service provides good cash flow. Mm -hmm. yep. The triangle, and I'm like, man, I got it on my wall. And the thing, I'm like, he said, whatever you're doing, it could be something small mm -hmm. with the podcast. We said, man, you target your humans, mm -hmm. but you take care of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Provide a service. service. So right now we even giving free game. Mm -hmm. Eventually, they people come back the cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. But he said, it can be in any business, any style of life. And I'm like, yeah, what, but, what but when you, you look at for? that cat, but you, if you look at the symbol for the cash, it's an S. Just it flows, right? Service. Right, 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 right. See, yeah. when you're giving service to someone, right? right? And, and like you said, it could be in anything. We, we're just in a financial service. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're offering help and mm -hmm. we're providing something for someone, right? And so for those of you guys that are trying to become entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. you know, the biggest thing is let's let's figure out what is a need. You know, that yes. needs that that's needed in our community. And you need to figure out how can you provide that, right? And that's how you um, become relevant, man. Yeah. That's how you kill it. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the need produces, oh, we want more. Yeah. Give me more what you want, or yeah. it's the lack of something that's not there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you're the hot commodity now, but you know how mm -hmm. you need to be relevant too. Yeah. Yeah. Those business models, the successful ones have those mm -hmm. things and they mm -hmm. do it repeatedly. Yeah. Right. You know right. what I mean? They do it repeatedly and they're doing well. Right. You know, you say like you talk about me. I hear you talk about McDonald's, stuff like that. And people, he's mm -hmm. like, I watched that. I was watching. I'm telling you, I've been listening. I'm like, hey, I'm listening. He said McDonald's. I'm like, yeah, well, hey, now you want to buy one or you want to work your way up? Then, right. Nah, which one do you want to do? But right. I'm like, you know, McDonald's, they miles the same. Right. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? They got certain protocols, certain things mm -hmm. like Starbucks. You see Starbucks, I was told, I believe you got to have at least three Starbucks in like a certain mile radius. Mm -hmm. They got like people, I just drove a mile. It's one there too. Mm -hmm. They got to be in three or something like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, but they, they stay on everybody's brain like that, yeah. so that's successful. Um, as far as taking this, I want traveling wise with the business though. How often are you guys on the road moving, working? Man, it's it's totally different now, man. I mean, when we first started out, <laughs> we was in folks' kitchen tables, mm -hmm. you know, actually going in folks' homes. Um, I was just telling somebody 
you know, earlier, man, I said, man, I was, you know, in apartments over there on Center Parkway, Mac Road. Using the G. Yeah, G Parkway. Yeah, man. I was over there, man. You know, but. But you put yourself in the place, man. Yes. And knocking doors and, you know, the grind was real. I had my feet in the street. Mm -hmm. But now today, and and it's so, you know, the times that we're in today, see, I, I think a lot of people we miss out opportunities because mm-hmm. the opportunity is so big in this situation mm-hmm. with this pandemic. Now we, you know, we, we don't want to be insensitive to what's going on, but I also think that we can't turn our heads and say, well, everybody's struggling around this time. There's more millionaires being birthed during this time. Man, as I mean, you're, you're from Atlanta. The Migos say it turned a pandemic to a, a bandit, ban- but based upon yeah. what's going on, right? Yeah. What your grind is, what the need is, yeah. what the service is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't have to move the way we move anymore because Technology. everything is digital. <laughs> it's digital, Click baby. A button, right? A stream, yeah. You know, a post, definitely. Yeah. So, so definitely. you know, this this is a great time to be in business. Yeah. And anything that you're doing because of so many platforms forms that you can push your business right mm-hmm. uh, like i said we just happen to be in the financial services so people can buy life insurance from their couch you know right. we don't have to come to them and the comfort of your home yeah comfort mm-hmm. of your home and and so. do it that way but we also expand it so yeah for us um to keep to stretch the business and you know um expanding the different territories you know, one thing for us, we like to go touch people. Yeah. So we'll go touch it for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always tell people, look, man, don't just, you know, build by tech, build by touch as well, because that greeting that, you know, face to face approach. Nothing still, like it, man. Nothing like it, man. And I even heard you say before your, your coach called you, you said, yes, ma'am. But you're whoever it was telling me earlier on. But definitely down south mm-hmm. all the time of coming come like it's not it's a sign of respect mm-hmm. even i tell guys like coach man when, when a coach somebody kind of teacher come by you you always speak mm-hmm. your coach your coach mm-hmm. you never had to say you always speak to your coach right. properly or shake you know you shake like me and shake man with the right hand you mm-hmm. give him you say well, it's okay to say what's up or just give him a head nod acknowledge him it's a mm-hmm. sign of respect but also you get it back but mm-hmm. that communication right. thing is, is so big mm-hmm. um Definitely, we don't got to get on another another round too. This 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 podcast mm-hmm. keep your interest. But usually, so at the end of every show though, I ask for everybody's triple threat. So you talked mm-hmm. about the youngsters playing basketball, drill, pass, shoot, and basketball. But now just triple threat in life. So MP, I'm gonna start with you first. So I would your triple threat. Three things that you could you hang your hat on. Anybody listening? Anybody watching? It could be three things about the business, about yourself that you just hang your hat on. That's something that's dear to you. Mm-hmm. Your triple threat that you would want anybody else to know about yourself, the business, or whatever things you could just give to them. What is your triple threat? Um, I'm a, I'm a real person. No no matter the success, mm-hmm. doesn't okay. we're past that. Yeah, you know, with, with, I say that humbly. Yeah, we're past that. You know, we're um we're we've now shifted into our goals to have a life of significance. Okay, where we help other people become successful and wow. then eventually help them live a life of significance as well. So that's my first threat. Cool. Um, my second threat, I would say, um, for sure is you know, anybody that knows me knows how sincere I am. Um, you know, people people call me Sweet Pea, too. Mm-hmm. But I said, don't want the sweet fool, you know, because okay? yeah. I have that business side. <laughs> Got to go get it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, throughout all the things that's happened to me in my life, I think I always will fall back on the reason why it worked out is because I always knew that God had me. Yeah. Always. Always. And and that that's the third and final threat for me. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's just, I mean. As we know, right, new college days, even in life still too, but mm-hmm. sometimes nobody is there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like physically, right? Mm-hmm. right. You get them dorm, I mean, during 
I think I was I was down there when Katrina hit all corn down that way in Louisiana, mm-hmm. no power. Just different times like that where you really like I stayed in the trailer. Like you tra- yeah, I stayed in the trailer, wow. double wide. Yeah. Wow. But not, the gas wow. was gone, but then I had to use the space heat, you know, stuff like that. But it's like just let me make through the night. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Or like you say, your friend or a piano, mm-hmm. hey, I got the bread. You got the meat. Let's. Yeah. Hey, we are gonna eat tonight because yeah. I mean those struggles, man. If you until you really experience those, mm-hmm. you don't know what it's like. But That's when right. you come out of the side, you be like, I made it. You know, yeah. it was a blessing. Some, somebody was looking out for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I think those are that's those are the times that HBCUs do and just hard times. It defines your character. You know what I mean, like that. So oh, I definitely yeah. that's definitely dope. And that that, that man upstairs. Well, many times you get man. you and him talking man. just hey. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody listening, but some, you know, so, you no, know, he's always listening. Hey, you know, that's one thing you can just have them conversations and learn. Yeah. Like I said, George, what about you, man? You're a triple threat, man. Man, I think uh, first thing is just having a strong will. Um, mm. You know, uh, growing up the way I grew up, you know, like she said, single parent, um, and also the environment I grew up in. You know, just seeing some of the things that I saw growing up. Yeah. Um, but just saying, you know mentally in my mind that that's not going to be me so the first thing is having a strong mindset mm-hmm. um also you know working hard you know hard you know work ethic man you know mm-hmm. um you know that's one of them and you know and also uh just having a great attitude mm-hmm. having a great attitude you know mm-hmm. i think most most of the things that happen to us is going to be based upon how we feel Mm-hmm. about ourselves and how we feel about situations and if you have a great attitude about anything i think man god will see you through mm-hmm. you know and so man just uh having a strong uh will uh work ethic mm-hmm. and um and and what i just said attitude. i just forgot that great attitude great attitude right there yeah. you go <laughs> nice <laughs> nice nice that, that teamwork right there that's what yeah. you got for yeah. so um what's next though What's the next move? What's, what's, what's next? Man. What you guys got Man. next? Anything coming we can share? Great question. You know, yeah. George, George always, he never talks about it, but he always gets proposals about, you know, him going to motivate speak for other people. And, mm-hmm. okay. um, you know, comma checks are, are, are offered him all the time. And, and so, um, but, and he'll, you know, he'll tell you that, 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 that our, our mission is to see everybody that we said, we're going to help you to be mm-hmm. successful in what we're doing if you decide to follow us we have to make sure we that we that we fulfill our promise so mm-hmm. right right now you know and again he he may say you know what he wants but um i know for me you know i'm going to see that through first um then oh. the next move probably is honestly the kids I, we'll always be doing what we're doing now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um our load may lessen just a little bit but yeah. you know we have we still have young children again four eight and 15 yeah. and so they have some goals that they want to do so we'll start tapping in and, and helping them with theirs as well nice nice, nice. Yeah, it's only right because they've sacrificed too mm-hmm. you know uh especially our oldest you know us just being the you know doing the work that we do being around mm-hmm. in the business so much um but yeah like she said man i would definitely love you know to do some youth work uh, pour to the next generation, hmm. just encouraging and motivating people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a spot for you. Like I said, people. man, I'm doing yeah. a mental health and family advocate now at the high school. So, okay. I mean, you know, definitely trying to get assistance to all families mm-hmm. and, and, and students, whatever need, but also some need the encouragement. Yeah. Or some need to see another voice outside of the school yeah. system. Be like, okay, so no, somebody else can maybe yeah. offer me some encouragement yeah. or some yeah, positive insight. Oh, that. no. Yeah. And I think that's one thing, our resources, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My resources going to become your resources. Mm-hmm. If you need whatever, vice versa. We mm-hmm. talked off on already. We need some. If I can help you, I got you. But Definitely. that's what it's for, too, right? I think that's Definitely. this platform for me, too. I want to make sure whoever's watching, like I said, you guys find them. She gave you the direct line number. Yep. I'm going to tag it as I always do. I'm going to post on my socials. But please give them a call if you're interested mm-hmm. and just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. 
because it's a real life conversation everybody needs to have yes at some is. point in time yes, and even the, these these youth these these new ones out of college or get ready to go out of high school figure it out but mm-hmm. the policy you get in earlier you never you just never know right mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. my mom said you got it it's, it's insurance man mm-hmm. it's okay it's insurance mm-hmm. you don't know when you're gonna need it uh-huh. but if you got it you ain't gonna worry about yeah, it so you know she's like she always told me that so uh thank you guys both mm-hmm. for coming yeah, in tonight honor, great conversations yeah. we'll definitely get We're to some outreach here. stuff oh no i'm definitely excited but also mm-hmm. i just hope somebody one was inspired you know at the end of the day mm-hmm. right you can mm-hmm. touch one right. but i know you guys are moving and moving yeah. mountains and, and stay big. Like I said, man, I've done a lot of watching the videos. I was like, yeah. this dude goes. Yeah. I said, P, we come through calm, you know, a little quiet. Sometimes but I said, man, he so, but it fits though. Yeah. And I, I yeah. like to see that. And we need to see more of that as a group, as a collective, yeah. man, to hopefully inspire others to to follow in footsteps and, and keep pushing no matter what their business service is, mm-hmm. right? No matter what it is. So um, again, March 6th, um, Old Sack, our place opening up, grand opening. Um, this is JT, Coach J, whatever you call me, but man, with my 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 Cali friend George, because he he's saying hella, so like we got him now. He locked in George and and P, man. You guys the podcast gonna be hella big. Hey, yeah. hey, yes, sir. I like that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be hella big. Let's go, man. Ninety four fifty, Coach JT with uh with George and P signing off. We out. We out. Peace.